Hello, and welcome to Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you let go of perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, a life coach in Portland, Oregon. I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams, a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And today we're talking about the importance of getting clear on your goals. It's uh, December, and I'm, like, getting into the the end-of-the-year spirit. Me too. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, it's, um, (laughs) I think, you know, we're all sort of ready for 2020 to be over. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Never been more happy to turn the page on a calendar, even though, of course, it isn't magical to turn the page on the calendar. No, it isn't. It isn't. But, you know, I think we can probably do a few things to... Now that we have this year, you know, as we as we get this year under our belt, there are some things we can do to make 2021 um, a little easier on ourselves. Yeah. And, you know, that for, you know, most of us, certainly me, use that calendar year that January through to December to to evaluate, you know, the end of the year, evaluate, plan for the following year and so forth. And. It feels like there's lots to evaluate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> lots of planning that might come out of it as a result. And it might be different this year. I don't know. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be sort of interesting to see how it how it all sort of pans out and, and what we will learn about ourselves and what really matters to us, you know, when we do take the time to look at 2020 more deeply. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm going to be leading a class on that on in just a couple of days on Saturday, um, a New Year reset. Yeah, so people will have the opportunity to really do just what you said to evaluate and think about next year. Yeah, so that's really cool. Um, yeah, and then we'll also be talking about our good enough goal setting process. Mm-hmm. which we've um, uh, talked about on the podcast. And then we also have the kit that people can buy if they're interested in learning a little bit more about that. So we can link to all that stuff in the show notes. Right, and we can link to your class because people uh, can actually um, sign up for it if, they, yes. if, they, if it's not yet Saturday afternoon. Uh, December 12th when you're right. this. If it's before that, you can sign up. Yes. Which I think it would be great. I, I signed up. I am, um, uh, you know, uh, I, I can't get enough of this stuff. I can't get enough of hearing you, Shannon. I also, I also can't get enough of this kind of information. I just think it will be really uh, helpful for me and for everybody in the class. Yeah, yeah. Well, today we, we wanted to talk a little bit about, like, getting clear on your goals um, and what we mean by that is not necessarily about getting 
specific in terms of like creating smart goals, because I think that's what bit everybody in the butt this year, (laughs) that Mm -hmm. if they were goal setters, I know, you know, when I look back at the at the goals like that, that I set at the beginning of 2020, and you know, it's like, travel more, even, you know, like, what? (laughs) (laughs) If I'm remembering, you did get some travel in in the first three months of 2020. I did get some travel in in Uh the first three months of 2020. And then I also got a little bit of travel in. Um, I saw parts of Oregon that I never saw before when we did our our pandemic RV trip. Right. Um, But I did not walk across Portugal like I intended to do. Right. So sad. Um, Yeah. Or... um, uh, go to New York, or you know, there were a few other trips that we expected to go on that that didn't happen. But um, I think one of the problems about coming out of a year like we've had, it's easy to set goals, you know, or make resolutions, or sort of look forward, thinking about what you don't want. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially after a, a year that feels negative yeah. for many people. Yeah, and it, I think it would be really easy to, to, you know, to sort of be like anything but this year. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, Do you think, is it, when, you, when you're talking about a goal that is what you don't want, does that include something like quit smoking? I mean, is that a negative goal or is that a positive goal? Um, quit smoking is a little bit of a tricky one because um, you you need to be committed to not smoking anymore. Um, but to be successful at it, you have to actually decide what you want instead. Right. Know why you want to quit smoking. Know why you want it, and and no, because the thing about something like smoking is there are a lot of habits and routines that are caught up mm-hmm. in that. And so um, just wanting to not smoke doesn't resolve all of those things. So you have to think about what role smoking plays for you mm-hmm. and how you'll replace that. Oh, that's really interesting. That makes perfect sense. And yeah. and, and I would imagine, I've never smoked, but I would imagine that there's so many triggers throughout your day to want the things that you do that make your body crave a cigarette. Right. Or just the routine of it. And, Mm -hmm. and things like, you know, if you're a smoker, then you have a way of taking a break on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. Because you go and a way to get outside, (laughs) go outside to have a smoke, it seems a little weird. But like, you know, how will you give yourself the breaks? that you need throughout the day. Or, you know, some people find camaraderie in smoking. Mm-hmm. You know, they they all go out and smoke in the smoking spot and they have their friends that they chat to out there. It's like, like how will you um, get what you want and what you need that you've been getting through smoking? Right, yeah, same. And then the, imagine the same goes for lose weight. I mean, with lose weight, it's a little easier to maybe to think about what you want. Yeah, but the, and the thing about losing weight is um, it's, it's generally not going to, 
to be, I don't want to say permanent, but long-term weight loss unless you are clear on why it's important to you and and what you actually want. Like what does losing weight get you? Mm-hmm. And if it isn't something that matters to you over the long term, then it's probably not going to work. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're, you know, you're probably not going to lose weight over the long term. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So framing it in terms of what you want, like, you know, if you want to lose weight because you want to live longer or you want to be able to walk up the stairs without being um, winded or because, you know, you want your knees to stop hurting or, you know, whatever reason you want your clothes to fit better. Mm-hmm. But knowing what what you want as opposed to what you don't want helps um, uh, sort of guide you in the direction of what to go. Because when you think about it, if you're just like, if if um, you're just thinking about what you don't want, like, um, uh, well, so um, Amy Silverman, who is part of the organization that's sponsoring me for the class this weekend, she, she, when she talked about the class on um, uh, Facebook, she said for 2020, her resolution was to um, feel less anxiety. Mm. So boy, that, that didn't work out probably. No, (laughs) 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 but, but so the thing about um, something like that, you know, to be less anxious or to feel less anxiety, you have to think about what anxious feels like or what anxiety feels like. Mm -hmm. And, and then you have to think about the absence of it, Mm -hmm. as opposed to thinking about what you do want. So like, what would become possible for you if you were feeling less anxious? Right. And I would imagine trying to notice the absence of anxiety is a little tricky, whereas it would be easier to notice the presence of something you want. Right. That's actually, I just realized that's what you were saying. (laughs) (laughs) But you said it in another way, which is perfect. Okay. That's awesome. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's a great, that's great. That's, that makes so much sense. And so, Knowing those things is it can be a really important step in or getting in touch with those things in in the process of setting goals or resolutions. Yeah, well, and that's why um, people get really caught up on creating smart goals is because it makes it something that you know that you're moving towards, you know that you're experiencing, you know that you've achieved. Um, but you know, I have a lot of problems with smart goals because a lot of times people create smart goals that um that they don't have any control over Mm -hmm. you know like um you don't have in our business businesses you don't necessarily have control over um uh you know, how many new clients you get in a period of time but you do have control over um, you know, how much you're showing up and talking to people who are likely to hire you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, setting up smart goals around things that you don't have control over, I don't find, I don't think that's very useful. And I think that sets you up for a lot of disappointment. 
Right. And and do you um, are you able to say in case people don't know what smart goals what smart stands for? Oh, let's see. Specific. Um, specific measurable um hmm, oh, i should know this but yeah. i'm like so anti-smart goal i blocked I know, it I out i can't come mind. up with it either well people can google it but it's a sp- it's an acronym for yeah just in case i was afraid maybe somebody thought you were saying we should have stupid goals <laughs> <laughs> not smart ones. <laughs> right uh, i it's specific measurable assignable relevant and time-based oh right yeah it's very corporate-y yes um oh sorry attainable not Mm. different people say different things but um specific measurable attainable realistic and time bound that's what i remember Mm -hmm. it being now that i've had my memory refreshed (laughs) 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 um but it, it's like in theory, those things are great. But in practice, a lot of people um, still set themselves, set smart goals that um, they don't have control over or, you know, they just end up being a, uh, something that they can be disappointed in. Mm-hmm. So and that's why um, um, that's how the uh, good enough goal setting came to be, which um, originated as Beyond Resolutions. Well, it originated as, oh, maybe, unless, the thing that we did was called Why Resolutions Don't Work and How You Can Get What You Want Anyway. Right. Before that, it was Beyond Resolutions? Yeah. Gotcha. Sorry. That's okay. Um, I did, yeah. It's good to have an uh, archivist in our (laughs) <laughs> joint endeavors <laughs> i don't usually remember anything but that 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 was such a mouthful that particular product <laughs> that it stuck in my head uh, yeah yeah but but the idea is and this is we're talking about one of the first points there is that you know with a lot of resolutions in particular um people talk about what they don't want mm-hmm and so if you can think about and consider what you do want, it helps focus your energy in that direction and helps you know whether or not you're achieving it. It really is like the secret ingredient to goal setting, I think, or a secret ingredient anyway. And yeah. it's so worth the effort to figure it out. Um, I can't wait for your workshop because I... Uh, intend to um i'm hopeful that i will come through out of it with some great ideas of things i want to consider for my goals i'm not i'm even like i have a a day set up the following week next week for uh uh, setting my goals i already set that time aside and that's uh, awesome yeah so this will be a nice way to kick it off yeah Um, yeah Yeah. last year when we talked about this we talked about the um cultivate what matters power sheets <clears throat> and then uh, I think we both bought the, them it's a plan yes. goal planning goal planner and I did them faithfully in December and then as we talked about in July I you know the the um, pandemic came along and I completely didn't like forgot about them 
practicals, and yes. we dragged them out in July and um, talked about that. And since then, because I put it in my Trello board, I've been um, keeping track. I've been revisiting them every month uh, since then, since July. So mm-hmm. um, because I ignored them for six months, I had six months unused in my planner. <laughs> so <laughs> I was able to purchase in a moment of frugality a this six-month undated version. So now I'm ah. going to have my year's goals or my year's, yeah, goals and accountability split into two volumes. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm looking forward to using that tool to help me because I think it does a nice job of at least getting me thinking about about the positives and not and not what I don't want. Yes. Yes. It, and, you know, it's interesting because I d- also did mine, you know, all the way up until March. Mm-hmm. And then didn't think about it again until um uh we revisited it in july on the podcast Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and it was interesting you know there are clearly ones that became um moot points like you know i want one of the things i wanted to do was to have more people over (laughs) to our home um but you know, it it's it has helped clarify for me what really matters, and that's one of the things I'm going to talk about. We can't, we don't really have the time to get into it today, but I'm going to talk about it on Saturday. Is um, you know, sort of how to how to use what we've learned in 2020 as we go into 2021. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so many lessons in 2020. I think about um, what matters and also priorities. And um, I think for many people who are dealing with, for whom COVID has like directly affected their lives. I mean, whenever you have a health scare, um, it tends to shake up your priorities. Right. And also I keep thinking about preparation. Like we haven't been touched by COVID personally, but what if we are? And, um, you know, what one of my goals is... (laughs) maybe it's morbid, but is to revisit our wills, which we wrote uh-huh. like 25 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and nothing's really changed with that. You know, we have a help more money than we had 25 years ago, but it's not like um, there we had children or anything. But, um, but that, yeah, that's in there. And 2020 is really pushing that. I mean, I, you know, um, knowing the uncertainty of, of things. And um, so anyway, I got to figure out um, the steps I need to do to make that work, make that yeah. happen. Well, and that's one of those things where, you know, it feels like a little, uh, like you don't really want to do it. But if you consider the peace of mind you'll have once it's done, mm-hmm. exactly, um, that helps move forward with it so much more easily. Yes. And the other thing is the um, sharing of passwords. That, yes. That, or uh, Barry has LastPass, so I just got his LastPass password, uh, master password. So, oh, and I'm, also LastPass has a has a um, built into it. It has a mechanism where you can name someone mm. to get your passwords, and and there's I can't remember how it works, but it's set up so that someone can access all of your passwords. Um, should you be unable to do so? And they, and they have like, they, there's some sort of 
double there's a way in which they do it that someone couldn't just access it mm -hmm. without your knowledge. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. So there's security protocols built into it. Yes, yes. that's what I was trying to remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that does sound dangerous otherwise. But And I'm sure that Barry, when he set it up, put me down for that. But yeah, yeah I don't know. That's good to know. I'll have to ask about that. Yeah. Well, and, and the other thing, just, you know, for little tiny last pass commercial um you can give people access to log in on f different accounts without them actually knowing your login information oh that's good huh so, so it's like you can you can put stuff in a folder you can put different password you know different login information into a folder that someone has access to but when they go to do it it's all grayed out they can't see it you know it's just the dots mm -hmm. Cool. Um, so they can log into stuff, but they can't change it and they can't, um, see what it is. Right. Well, which good. is great. And then you can also have shared folders, which Mike and I have for all of our financial stuff and, and, you know, streaming services, cause those are the two most important things. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so, you know, we can just use the same logins. Right. That's nice. great. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, just a little sidetrack there. <laughs> few, few little tips. <laughs> um, but back to back to knowing what you want. Um, uh, I think it's going to be really important to um, pay attention to that and to to look at the things that that were satisfying and the things that you found wanting and and how to bring those things together in 2021. Mm -hmm. Yes, now I it seem, almost feels like this is one of the more important years to be doing this. Like this is not the year to coast on this stuff because we do have this opportunity, I think, to learn from yeah. the, ex we just had such a, we have had such a um, an unusual experience as a world. <laughs> And, yes, <laughs> uh, especially as in the United States, and and um, it, we want to make sure we benefit from it as much as we can. I guess. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you have to go through something that's difficult, you might as well pull as much value out of it as you can. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And this isn't to be like Pollyanna about it, and you know, find the silver lining and like you know what's positive, and you know, turn it into a positive or whatever. But it is, you know, I learned a lot. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't feel like, in fact, I felt like I was being too negative. So <laughs> yeah, this is definitely not a Pollyanna thing. This is just like, let's scrape out of this what we can. Right. Um, and there is stuff to, I mean, regretfully that, I mean, yeah, there are silver linings without a doubt. And there are lessons. Yes. Yeah. 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 I know. I, I, I have, um, become reacquainted with the simple pleasures of going for a walk and <laughs> free movement and yeah you know just being in a neighborhood i enjoy yeah that you have a lovely neighborhood i yeah. i like my neighborhood too but i mean we both have really walkable neighborhoods and that's a nice thing these days yep yeah so anything else on getting clear like I think, 
just to touch on perfectionism with this a little bit, that it's it's easy to um, think you have to come up with the exact right thing. And really, I think about it more as pointing yourself in a direction. Mm, yeah. Well, and the other thing that crossed my mind is when you're evaluating how you did on your goals, it w- I would imagine it it might be tempting to not cut yourself slack because you didn't perfectly achieve them. Right. But but there's there's progress if, uh, that's probably been made just by virtue of the fact you set the goal. It's mm-hmm. going to help you make progress that you otherwise wouldn't have. Yeah. Wouldn't have made. Well, and I think there's also value in learning um, what didn't matter to you mm. over the year that you thought was important at the beginning of the year. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. That's good. Yeah. And that could be an interesting filter through which to look at 2020's goals. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. All right. Well, we would love to, well, first of all, we would love, I would love, and Janine will be there, so I'm sure she would love too, to see you on Saturday. You can find information on how to sign up for that on the show notes. Um, And then we also have our Good Enough Goal Setting Kit which there will be a link to in the show notes. Um, and that and I just have to throw in there, that includes hypnosis. So it who, does. Who doesn't yeah, love a little hypnosis? <laughs> so, you know, if, if you find that thinking about goals or resolutions or how to move forward from 2020 to 2021 has you feeling a little anxious, then consider this as a way for you to relax a little bit into the process yes um but otherwise we would love to hear from you how are you taking what you can from 2020 and and bringing it with you into 2021 um how are you um looking forward you can let us know on facebook or instagram at getting to good enough on uh, Twitter, we're at GTG Enough. We'd love to hear your voices at 413-424-GTGE4843, where you can leave us a message, or you can always comment on the show notes at gettingtogoodenough.com. Uh, but for now, this is Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon. And Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri. And we hope that Good Enough is getting easier for you. thing I learned is that this podcast is very important to me. Oh, isn't that nice? I feel the same way.